Hey, this is Matt. Uh, in this episode, I forgot to plug at the end, which is quite stupid of me, um, Setlist, uh, Stand Up Without a Net, which is the comedy show that I've been working on for ages and is finally broadcasting in the UK. And I think simultaneously it's coming out in Australia again uh, on ABC2. But if you have Sky Atlantic in Britain, or you know anyone who does, or I think in Ireland and you still get the signal, please watch Setlist Stand Up Without a Net at 10.15 on Monday nights, and it's repeated throughout the week. My episode is tonight. That's me with Eddie Peppertone and Robin Williams, both being far more famous than me and wonderful. Please watch that. And Daniel Sloss, our guest in this week's episode, appears later on in the series as well. Please watch it. Please tell your friends. I'm incredibly proud of it. And people that you've listened to on the show have appeared on it and worked on it uh, and spread the word. Enjoy the episode. Probably science. Welcome to Probably Science. I am Andy Wood. I'm back. I'm happy to be here. And Welcome I, back, Andy. Thanks. We're happy you're back. I got to I got to admit I'm a li- I was a little bit I was I was pleasantly surprised you guys did an episode without me, but I would be lying if I said there wasn't a little part of me that was like this is step 1 of getting edged out of this operation. No. I'm no longer needed. I'm no, no well, longer well we clearly needed. need you cuz we forgot to compress it. We didn't have the intro tune. I mean it was a, it was a mess. No, it was great. It was great. You guys did fine without me and I uh, I am being phased out. You're not being phased no, out. It, We're, no, Matt I'm, and I are definitely starting our own side I'm podcast. Yeah, but it's not going to be probably science. We <laughs> go probably better without Andy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and then it's just going to be nice. us. The whole thing's about you, really. <laughs> just talking about how much more free we are. Yeah, we'll have you on sometime. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to make me schedule it through your people, like I'm your roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to yeah, contact. yeah. Sure, we'll have you on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's interesting though, Andy, is that. You know, you and I have both done some comedic administrative things where we do have to, like, send each other emails and we live 50 feet apart. Oh, we text each other. We text each other. It is pathetic. We live in the same house and we text an email. I've had to, like, send you, like, audition tapes before. And I'm like, can I just come to your room, do a set? (laughs) (laughs) For Bridgetown, yeah. We had to get closed. Can I just stand at... You don't have to get out of bed. I'll just stand at the foot of your bed. Yeah. Stop That's pretending you happening. haven't seen I it yet. I thought I dreamed that. That was you were actually in my room doing stand. No, I was doing a tight okay. seven at your really. yeah at the foot of your bed. Um, so that's the voice of Jesse Case. I'm Matt Kirshen. Uh, we're at back. There's a surge protector that the whole thing's plugged into that's clicking. So way too much is plugged into that surge protector right now. But I don't know how to fix it. I'm going to be honest. It's a good one though. It's not going to hurt any equipment. It's um, just you know. If we lose this one, we lose this one. And then I prove even more that I don't, I don't need to be part of this. <laughs> the fourth microphone was the problem. So uh, let's choose, I guess, someone I've, I realize I've known pretty much since you start, started doing comedy. Uh, the freakishly young for how talented and far ahead in the game he's got, uh, Daniel Sloss. Hello. Hi, yeah. Daniel Sloss. Hi. How old are you? I'm 23 now. Wow. Okay. Um, but I met you when I was uh, 17. Yeah, on like your first trip to London to do yeah. comedy. Yeah, I was. Um, I was. Uh, I was on my way down to London to do my first sort of going to the big city to do sort of fives and tens and stuff. And I was staying with a comedy booker in uh, London. And uh, she's like, so what comedians are like expecting me to say all the ones that aren't telly, but because like I w- used to watch comedy with my dad all the time, we watched all the last comic standings, okay. so I knew who Matt was, and uh, she, uh, and she's, like, she's like, I know Matt, and I was like, oh, we'll go for her, and then you text me randomly, f- go, remember when- Turns out I'm very easy to, like, I'm much easier, if you- 
Yeah. If you have any desire to meet up with a comic who's t- who at the time was just a, like a little bit more, <laughs> yeah, turns out I thought it's a much you- more achievable goal than like. Yeah, I thought you were way Billy more Coley. famous than you were. I think because like I turned you turned up for the you text me and I was like, oh my god, Matt Kirsch should text me, and then we just went for coffee and you were like. Yeah, I think you think I'm much bigger than I am. Right. And I'm like, yep, you're Matt Kershaw. Yeah, and you he, were made, like, he made you pay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I No, I, I'd, I'd cobble together a couple of coins from outside. I sat, sat on the, <laughs> sat on the <laughs> steps. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, I brought my recorder. So. <laughs> I mean, I'll admit that I, like, when, when Jesse, when you were first on Last Comic Standing, the next time I saw you, I was like, everything's changed, man. You were just on Last Comic Standing. Right. And you were like, and it's not that big a deal. Like, just, <laughs> no. I was like, no, it is. You were on. And it, Most it is, of the time, deal. I forget I was on Last Comic Standing. <laughs> like, like, you know, like a club when they say, what, what are your... What do you want mm. to say or something? And I'm like, I can't. I literally can't think of anything. <laughs> I can't like remember. That is such an American thing. The like. No, I know. I know. I don't like it. With credits. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. like it anyway. It's oh, just, really? just bring me on. You, you oh, oh, you cannot do have, that to a British have the audience. Opposite effect. Yeah, like over here. Oh, if you go, this wow. guy's been on this. This guy's been on this. The audience go, oh, it'll be good. If you say to a British audience, oh, this guy's won this. He's been on this. They will fold their arms and go. <laughs> they'll, they'll take All it right as a challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. That's great. Wow. So you wouldn't even give any background from just like you. Would you say this guy is visiting us from the U.S.? What you might do is from Scotland. Is is the only thing I'll let them say about me. Uh, And you might, uh, like, if I'm hosting a show in Britain and a friend of mine is on, or someone that I, or just a comic that I really like, you might go like, I, I'm, I love this guy. I think I'm a huge fan of his work, or whatever, or or she's hilarious, but like stuff like that. But you, you wouldn't go. She's been you. She's been on, she's been on yeah, Mock the amazing. Week, or she's been on like you wouldn't give t- specific why, credits. I'm trying to compare that to other things now because, of course, you wouldn't introduce a musician by doing things like that either in, in well, the no, US. You, you know, his right? album's or, gone double platinum. It is a to- It's just a British thing that we're miserable, and how dare you? Have so you wouldn't do it in a in a music show, also in Britain. You don't think someone um, would do that for a band? Well, I don't know. I I've don't never know. Done. I mean, it depends on the. Well, I mean, most most music gigs I've gone to the band doesn't get introduced anyway like quite right. it's only re- like at festivals yeah. sometimes they do but unless they're kiss or something that's the only band yeah <laughs> you wanted the best you got the best <laughs> <laughs> what they they've had the same intro for like right, 40 years right. well, i guess people really want the best they want the best <laughs> they want to be reminded they're there for the best yep um i actually got to introduce some bands at this festival in portland it's kind of a roots music festival it's kind of the equivalent it is to portland music what bridgetown is to Portland comedy kind of it was just this guy's labor of love he just started this thing and uh, now it's an annual thing where they bring in huge names they convert this guy's farm into a five stage festival area and they have big they have like fights normally it's a three stage farm yeah it's a three stage farm strictly <laughs> yeah. the rest of the year but uh, he has comics bring coming to a couple due. of stages from neighboring farms <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was a big stage festival a big uh, farm festival circuit in southeast Portland um, but he has comics come and host stages just because they're not afraid to talk into microphones like right. not even doing not even doing comedy but literally just introducing bands and saying remember no fires in the camping area there's drinking water to the left like it's it's silly but then you get in for free and you get you yeah. know free camping well, it does make a difference to have like the, either comics or, or radio djs you need because it's amazing how bad most people are <laughs> right. like oh. when you do the edinburgh festival quite often like unless you get i've started to bring in like my own choose a tech who's going to tech my show because even though whenever i've done a show i've had no cues during the, like i my, sure i'm yeah. literally mic on introduce me lights up and then play the music at the end. And you're like, how did you screw that up? Not only do they regularly screw it up, but also, the, the, 
there's not a big overlap between people who want to tech fringe festival shows and people who are able to, in a loud and confident voice, say your name at the beginning. <laughs> right. So, like, 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 please welcome back. Well, it's like when you do. Uh, it's like when you do college gigs and they just oh, have the, the booker. Oh god. Do, you know, and it's and just the head s- of the committee of the. Yeah, ex- it's the head of the committee, and they say your name first, and they go. Um, so now we're gonna have Jesse. And he's funny, and you guys, be nice this time, be nice this time, because last time he was very upset, and we're not going to do this again. If he, you know, I'm talking to you, Marshall. Marshall, I see you there. Marshall? And then, and then, and then they bring you out. I did comedy once at a rave by accident. Oh. Was that how good the pills were? Is that what that says? No, I was in... Um, <laughs> the music stops dead. <laughs> yeah, I was in... Someone that lives in Canada is going to know what I'm talking about. It's called the 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 Kukani Valley, the Kikani Valley. There's a special type of beer that everyone yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been around there. I thought it was from, I thought it was from Washington Kokanee, State. Yeah. Kokanee beer. Is it Canadian? Oh, it's not Kokanee then. It's a similar sounding... Kuths... Okay. It could be though. Kuthsipi, Kusapiti or something. Klatsip... County. So I was, I was staying with my friend Tony. Um, I was in between gigs in Calgary and BC, so I had a week. So I was staying with my friend, um, my friend Tony, and he goes, hey, there's a rave. Uh, and I'm like, I've never been to a rave. I must have been 21 or something. I go, I've never been to a rave. Um, I'm 33, and I don't think I've ever been to a proper rave. Like, I don't think I've been to something that would actually be described as a rave. Well, this was the Canadian <laughs> farm stage system. <laughs> where it was big circus tents. Normally, he had to bring in a few extra circus tents from his normal circus tents on right. his farm. <laughs> and um, and we're going to this thing. You know, we've got like a six-pack or something. And I just thought it was going to be a big field party, just a bunch of people around a bonfire. But there was like proper security. And the guy goes, um, I roll down my window because they're leading us into park. And the guy goes, yeah, it's $30. And then he has two cups where you get your cup. And it's like, you know, as much as you want or whatever. And I assume people have pills or whatever. Right. But he goes, yeah, it's $30. And Tony, without even... I'm like rifling for my wallet because I'm scared of... uh, Authority. Security. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... um, (laughs) Humans. um, Tony goes uh, just leans across me. He's in the passenger seat. And he goes, oh, yeah, he's the uh, the comedian on stage two. And the guy goes, oh, yeah. And then he he like... he like he uh, he like gets on his microphone. He gets on his walkie-talkie, and he's like, "Yeah, the comedian's here." And then you just hear this guy like, "What? <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, yeah." And they gave us directions to drive. So I just went on between two reggae bands, and like, I just how had did to you do, do? Yeah, I had to do like seven minutes. No, how did you do? Oh, it was brutal. Brutal. It's the worst. No one gave a shit. And I was I wasn't ready at all comedically to do that. Yeah. You know, it was just to save sixty. I think many people were anyway, but it's a losing So so it's a sixty dollar gig you took basically. Basically it was a sixty (laughs) dollar gig. But what a nightmare of like a weird party that was. Yeah, people just assume like, oh, Comedy is a good thing. Music is a good thing. They're going to work together, and then we'll put a comedian in between these two bands that people are really eager to see. Like the first time I went to see Sasquatch, that festival up in Washington yeah, State, yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman was hosting it, and after her first attempt at doing material between acts, she was like, "Okay, I'm just going to name the next band." Yeah, yeah this is. That's how would you totally have thought this won't. would work? Yeah, it's not going to work. I looked it up by the Kokanee is the beer. It's from BC. It's not American. Kokanee. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it was good beers. I remember. Uh, no, it's not. What? I, I had very little drinking experience. <laughs> I, as, as I just remember, you know, I was just happy it was beer. Yeah, it's it's, I don't know. it's like Canadian pabs. <laughs> as opposed to... I must have been 20, because okay. I don't think I could drink in the U.S. Oh, okay. So I, I mean, was everyone's going to Canada. entitled to their opinion, but uh, it's bad. Well, no, no, but I was I must have been 20. That's how old I was, because I, I couldn't drink in the U.S., but I could totally drink in Canada, like in bars. So I felt, it was like the first time I felt like a man, you know? <laughs> 
I was it was I was like driving drunk. It was bad. I shouldn't say that. Well, it's just a bad time to tell you that Kokanee Beer was about to sponsor. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm just gonna go back to Michigan. You guys can keep doing this without rely me. on donations. Oh, we, we do have. I really, we do have a donor who. We do have one donor who to the show who gives Andy us money every time we have a. Yeah. Every time we have a Scottish guest on. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. What? We had. Kidding, there's a right? Scottish listener. It started. There was a New Zealand listener who mm. sent us money specifically because Reese Darby was on the show, <laughs> and it was like, if you have a, every time you have a, new, a Kiwi on, we'll give you money. Uh, and then a Scottish guy took up the challenge. So we've had we've had Wendy Ways and we've had Karen Gillan. Oh yeah. I don't know if I don't know if Jason John Whitehead, last week's guest. He's, he's a crossover. Yeah. But he, he started comedy in Scotland and lived in Scotland for many years. For I don't know hybrid. if that counts. But well, I'm deaf. I, I you're, a, you're through and through Scottish. Well, I, well, well, Although you're born in England. Born so. in England, but just because a horse is born in a sty doesn't make it a pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was born in England. I grew... But yeah, I grew... Like, I went yeah, I went up to Scotland when I was... Parents Scottish, entire family Scottish, went down, conceived me on a boat. Um... And um, this is proof that I'm an accident. Which also, oh, if we have deny. any, uh, if we have any sailors then listening to the show, <laughs> yeah. right. technically yeah. uh, we have our first nautical guest. <laughs> wow. Anyone who's had sex with my mother, uh, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I went down and, and 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 then I moved back up to Scotland. Not I, I, I was four. They moved. Uh, it was out of my decision. They followed you there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like, they oh, built I, a house around you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes, yeah, so I've lived in Scotland ever since then. So Scottish. I always say Scottish. I, yeah, go with Scottish. Um, you know? And then how did you uh, decide to get into comedy? I know that was a pretty young... You were at a pretty... Uh, a ripe young age. ripe young age yeah. when you made the choice, right? What was the... Yeah, well, I... You watched. made a lot of decisions before school even started. That was... Yeah. You're yeah. moving, I, you're uh, starting comedy. Well, I'm from Scotland. Our life expectancy is way shorter, so you got to get it in as quickly as possible. Yeah, you no, have to realize, by the age of 17, like most Scottish children are have dead. already been... They're, if they're not dead, they've already been in work for... A decade or yeah. so. Yeah, no, that, was, that was my midlife crisis. No, easily. Yeah, they're <laughs> out. They're out, sort of working on the peat, and then um, oh, okay, that's, the, that's like the chimney sweep of. No, of that's Scotland. a guy who lives in our street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete. <laughs> yeah, Pete is. Um, he lives in a bog. Yeah, Pete is an immortal Scottish person who who everyone works on peat every now and then, but. Is it um, racist if I'm being racist towards my own people? No, is absolutely it? not. No, okay. Absolutely not. Because, you know, it, it is amazing that you're sitting here, you're 23, and you you haven't yet, of course, passed on and then been turned into haggis. Because, <laughs> um, as is the Scottish tradition. Yeah, yeah. Do you, like, instantly, you don't have to go through any kind of rendering process. You just become you haggis. You become haggis. You, you become a pile of haggis. When force leaves your body, it just, you... Maggie's yeah. turned into haggis last night! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I um, feel so offended right now, that is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm re- like I'm leaving. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Sure. Anyone like, who comes across that- your body finds the haggis and then also the weapons that you had, so they can collect those and your coins. Just yeah. FYI, the Scottish guy that was going to donate to the show is now no longer donating <laughs> to the show. He was he was typing in his password and oh fuck these guys. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah, right. Guys. Right. Well, I don't even know if he has ten dollars worth of like potatoes right <laughs> now. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean it's how not, can you? Yeah. Like Pete doesn't pay very much for the work you do on him. No, like, no, it yeah. doesn't. I mean, it, that's he's got to sew a lot of kilts for that. I, I don't. <laughs> Yeah. I'm try- I dare see I'm kind of going I don't know if you sew kilts but I don't know enough informational kilts <laughs> to challenge you <laughs> surely they're sewn well no I don't know if they are because they're woven but then there's one single piece of isn't it wrapped around and then yeah, I mean, the, secured with a pin how do you make the, the pleats without sewing though well ye olde oh, kilts I guess the pl- they, were, they were just long bits of sheet that you would wrap around yourself all your shield put in oh, okay. they weren't the ones that they are now where it's just the sideways around you they used to be on the, the fancy kilts yeah, yeah I it's like more like a toga kilts. 
Do you yeah, have to- yeah, it was a toga. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of. Have you been to a, like a wedding or a, an event like that? That's usually uh, usually are dressed in something formal and and worn a kilt to it. Oh, I was wearing a kilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is really a thing. Okay. That's oh not, yeah, no, it's absolutely. I have friends who are American but have Scottish ancestry who have tried to adopt that and like will be the guy at a wedding in a kilt. You're like, come on, dude. Well, like, no, every every at no other part of your life do you adopt your Scottish heritage and now you just want to be the weird guy. You know, like, every school disco, um, every, really? yeah, every school dance, wow. every wedding I've been to, every funeral. You always, yeah, of course you're always in a kilt. You're so fucking with this. You're and you don't, you no, don't no, wear, you don't wear underwear. You're fucking around. Okay, I'm that's, sorry. No, because that's called no, no, that's good. Being true Scotsman. True, it's a definition of you can back yeah. me up on this. You know I, this I'll is true. I'll back you up on that one. Yeah, that's true a known Scotsman thing. Is you, a true Scotsman does not wear underwear with his kilt. Oh, so you don't if you wear underwear with your kilt, you're not a true Scotsman. So are there a lot of pranks that happen based on? Oh that yeah, you, you get cat, like like if you go to a wedding, the like they're just going to be like 97 dick pics because <laughs> the second you see someone in a kilt, you go huh? under, <laughs> and you take a picture under the kilt. Of course you do. Why would you not no. ruin oh. someone's wedding camera? Why would you know? Oh, like the little disposable ones? Yeah, like, they leave around. Like, made, why yeah. don't you take a photo of Perfect. just you having fun? No, here's a picture of your dad's dick. Yeah. That's what you're getting <laughs> right. for your wedding. Right. I feel like that wouldn't even be discernible as that. Like, it would be this like floral tartan thing with a th- weird center. Like, yeah, but well, if, you're, no if you're going to talk about Scottish dicks like that, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we are aware of the cauliflower similarities. <laughs> but there's no reason to... But, but, but I yeah. think if, if you... Because there are many... The photo developing industry is very much like the... The market has slimmed down over the last 10, yeah. 15 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. Everyone has digital cameras. And I think if you were, if you, if that is your job in Scotland, I think you'd fairly readily learn to identify uh, an up-kilt pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, like, wedding, like, disposable cameras at weddings were the original Snapchat. Yeah. That is where that came yeah. from. Yeah. They stole the idea. Um, Have you guys ever turned in a roll of film and had uh, the person at the film developing place replace some of the pictures with a note saying that <laughs> essentially this is a family I, establishment? I have not. Please stop. That has sounds happened. like that's happened to you, that one has, Andy Wood. Yes, wow. yeah. uh, my friend, uh, when he told me this story, when he was like him and his brother uh, were at their house and their cousins came around and they're all like between the ages of like three and six and there's four of them and their dad. Uh, goes right. Look, we got a disposable camera. You kids just go have fun while I get drunk with your aunt and uncle. And because they were kids, all they did was just take naked pictures. <laughs> yeah. And, he had, and so then they give oh, it to the dad, God. and they, they they leave it. So this dad finds this disposable camera months later. Goes, yeah. Oh, I wonder where this is this thing. And comes out of the photo and just looks through. She has all these naked pictures of kids and just goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they did develop it still. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, luckily in Scotland, that activity is not illegal. Right? Yeah, yeah. If that it's happened in the States, fun. you'd go to jail. Yeah. But, um, but so in fact, they paid him. Yeah, the yeah they, just, well, they, they just recommend sheep. They just introduce you to a nice sheep. Oh, well, yeah, oh, that's, oh, yeah, oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, come on, we're getting, line, going, come on. Not of decency, but of just yeah. too easy of a joke. Yeah, and that's the way. Welsh. That's the that's Welsh. <laughs> no, everybody knows that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I um, no. It's no. It looks it's like true for the Welsh, though. Right? No, no, it looks like with my that writing, I'm going to have to go back to the Blarney Stone on that because I uh, <laughs> I really <laughs> 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 ah, fuck. I'm trying to. I see. I can't. I can't be raised because like you guys are both American. There's two of you, and you're I kind of you an adopted American. Well, if you know me, really no. And live I'm half Canadian. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like you know. So you'll start a war and then apologize immediately for it. Immediately, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will somehow make it seem like my neighbors were worse to the Indians than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, will, I will somehow be like, no, you guys did all the yeah. 
where, where are ours? I don't know. But you guys, <laughs> yeah, you guys are. Hey, hey, Canada, how did you get those railroads? Shut up! Shut up! Stop <laughs> asking questions. Yeah. Hey, Canada, why aren't there any Jews? Well, uh, we let them in after the thing. <laughs> sure, we're Canadian. Want some syrup? All of our Scottish, all of our Canadian, and all of our Scottish Canadian listeners. Aren't there a lot of Scots in Canada? Like, aren't all the kids yeah. in the halls last names? Oh, something? Just, like, just to just yeah. to just to clarify, if you're a white American. You're you're British. If you right. go, if you yeah, follow your heritage, yeah, yeah, you're European. Basically, the way America happened, as far as I'm aware, was there was the Highland clearances in Scotland, where we basically went, we went right, just go away. We don't want you. Like England took over, not took over Scotland, but it was about owning land there. Uh-huh. And the Scots who lived on the land were like, oh, we don't really understand what owning land means. We don't have like a contract, but we've lived here for like forever. And then people with contracts went, well, we just invented this thing called a contract. Go to America, and I happened in Ireland as well, and that's why whenever you meet an American, they'll always go, "Oh my God, my ancestors are Scottish." Go, <laughs> oh, of course you are. Course You're white. Are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rude they would say it to you in that accent. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would they? Di- that's demeaning. I'd, I'd, I'd hit someone. Um, <laughs> um, what was so? What what was in your mystery role? It wasn't film? mine. It wasn't oh. mine. I mean, it, I was there with the guys. Uh, it was a drunken weekend at a NASCAR race <laughs> in college. <laughs> that's a long race. Yeah, it was a three day thing called Bud at the Glen at this giant called what? Uh, it was the race track is called Watkins Glen in upstate New York. It's not like an oval track. It's one of these. It's like a road, multi-mile road thing. Uh-huh. And I think two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand people come out for the weekend and camp out the entire weekend. And it's just like the most, the dumbest drunken buffoonery I've ever seen in my life. Do the NASCAR, like, NASCAR drivers know how to turn any other direction? That's than the thing. Left? Is now like, they, have, they have to do with rights and lefts at this place. It was kind of fun. Like, no, it, I mean, I don't love. There's NASCAR, no barriers. But, uh, people are just on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's uh, so wait, dangerous. I mean, all, I guess all the turns must have. Uh, because well, that could... happens so, like road races uh, qu- quite right like once a year or so there's a major like either rally race or, yeah. or like a through street uh race where so- where someone just careens off the course and goes into some spectators and it's yep. just terrible and thanks to youtube yeah <laughs> like it's Not awesome all... it's really yeah um but anyway so I'll, I'll speed this up um it was a drunken debacle of a weekend like we at some point my friends set a couch on fire, and then uh, like, and we were the ones who were in college, and we were the ones who were supposedly, um, I don't know. Well, this is being super uh, classist, but you know, we're supposed to be the smarter ones than the rest of these NASCAR fans. But like, other people who are camping around us are like pointing at what's going on at our campsite as an example of what their kids shouldn't do. <laughs> like, my, those boys ain't right. right. And then like, well, the couch was burning, and someone threw a bunch of potatoes that were wrapped in tin foil to bake them in there, and then so it was like, look, they're making couch potatoes they thought that was really funny wow. um, no. the couch went up in too big of a flames and it burned the paint off one of the guy's cars it was parked too close to the fire <laughs> wow um, but that's not the gross so, part so the, right. the picture was uh, there was a lot of drinking and there was a lot of uh, I guess sex intense <laughs> the sex was intense uh, literally and figuratively and I guess somebody like uh you know, it's much easier to like open a flap than to uh, open a locked door. So someone <laughs> sure. Sorry, they interrupted the. Uh, sure. Oh, I thought this. you were talking about the sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, in New York, women have. Uh, you're telling us how sex works. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my God, I've been doing it wrong for years. Well, so, son, it's a, easy to open the flap, but once you're in there, it's just a weird like like burst of homophobia out of the blue from Andy. Just like it's a lot easier to open the flap if you know what I mean. <laughs> then, uh, that door should be locked. <laughs> <laughs> That's an exit only. You get in that flap, boy. Adam and Steve, something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is such a great anti-homophobia <laughs> argument. It's Adam, like it's, a, it's, not, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Eve. Yeah, what about Ben and Jerry, though? <laughs> and they make great ice cream. Ben and, God Jer- made ben and Jerry, ben not Ken and Larry. Yeah. <laughs> ben and Shelley. Yeah. Frankie and Benny, is that over here? Is that Frankie and Benny? No, that's, no. that's Brioni, I think. Oh, God. Well, at least I got the Scottish guy back. If you're two guys, if you're two guys and you ain't making ice cream, you're making me scream because I don't like what you're doing. You're turning more than butter, boy. Uh, right. Let's open it up to the public, to our listening audience. Yeah. If you guys have some good the, new uh, the homophobic chocolatier, everybody, yeah, yeah. the homophobic chocolatier, anti-homosexual slurs. Let's create some new ones that rhyme. Uh, tweet us at probably science with with all those. I uh, think uh, Brett Hamill has a bit about that. About like things that have like things that no don't about make sense about like and... if your whole argument's going to be based on like a rhyme scheme. Oh, yeah. so he does, he's like it's it's uh it's hollow notes, not like he just has like a <laughs> yeah. million different things. <laughs> no, um, I just wanted to not tread on similar waters, so I had to. Oh, okay, oh, sorry you if you're listening, that. Brett. I didn't mean to. Uh, no, steal very your... funny comic out of Seattle. Follow him at Brett Hamill. All right. <laughs> So, so we should probably ask you before we get, it's already 25 minutes in. Oh, we're, we're so late to the science on this. Before we do, though, um, Daniel, do you have any, you were very recently out of school. Do you remember anything you studied in the sciences? Yeah, we, um, we always ask our guests what, they, what science background they have, if any. Oh, okay, right. Well, I, 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 I did very badly in my, uh, not very badly, I did, I did average in my um, grades in, uh, in high school, which disappointed my parents greatly considering my uh, mother has a PhD in uh, biochemistry and microbiology and is very high up in the UN about wow. greenhouse gases. And my dad is genuinely one of the smartest men in the UK. He helped design the 3D underwater sonar, the 3D X-ray live action, <laughs> and was on Robot Wars. Oh, so really? I come from an incredibly academic And their son, the clown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, wow. they're looking at me going, where did that DNA come from? Like, That's wow. amazing. Yeah. So, so, so you do actually, you have... We've had a couple of guests on whose parents who come from scientific pedigree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mum and my mum and dad are up. My, my dad's got like no degrees, but he's just a, like when it comes to science and technology, that's all he, he just is. Knows it. He knows everything. He wants like standard sort of thing. Our refrigerator broke, and my mum goes, "We're getting a new refrigerator." And I was like, "Oh, we're not buying a new refrigerator. I'll fix it." She's like, okay, fix it. And like two months later, he hadn't fixed it. And she's like, right, tomorrow I buy it. You fix it today, or I buy a new fridge. And he went, ugh. And we just hear banging like down in the like cellar for like an hour with him with the fridge, not him with my mom. That's not like it's not how our family works. Right, right. And then he went and bought a fridge. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then he brought it back upstairs, and it was just working. And he was, he was like, "Told you." I mean, that's very quiet. Like he she's like, "None of us asked. How did you fix it? Because who gives a shit?" And then t- uh, like a couple of days later, mom's like, "Where's my?" Where's my hair dryer? Where's my hair dryer? <laughs> and I'm like, why would I have your hair dryer? Sure. She's like, if she's my hair dryer, he goes, well, you said you wanted the fridge fixed. And just if you go in the back of our fridge, he's just connected the hair dryer up, and that's exactly to, how we're to fr- the Freon or like uh, that was the, it was something to do with the uh, fan and the so you worked wow. out how to put it all together. That's but, amazing. That's yeah. hilarious. That's so amazing. So does your mom then like so now like builds dry her hair just like lean in towards the, <laughs> yeah. back of the fr- God damn it. Yeah. So your dad like builds robots. 
to beat your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because, story. because that's not illegal. Like <laughs> right. it's ro- if you like build a robot. Yeah, to hit your wife, your wife, it's fine. Yeah. It's, you can't hit your wife yourself. Yeah, it's called the uh, rule of thumb drive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you'll find the uh, that robot is under the age of majority. So uh, yeah. you want to convict a two year old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that was the original plot for iRobot. I know that no. was. <laughs> Let me uh, now. One second, I have to break the fourth wall on myself here. I've made two fart sounds so far in this podcast, and I noticed both I, with your bum hole. Yeah, both both by putting the mic up. Yeah, 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 both, yeah, both yeah, with yeah. my uh, both with my anal gases. Yeah. And I <laughs> call them fart sounds. Yeah. yeah. No, but I did that. Who last... fart sounded in there? Yeah. No, but I'm gonna say um that's uh, unacceptable for me. I can't do that. I don't know why I've done that. That's I'm not so I wanna let the listeners know that's not a thing that's gonna start happening on the podcast. That's not your catchphrase. When did you do them? I don't remember. Just now, it's been very subtle. No just one's even noticed. a joke? You yeah, like- and then I did one on last week's. That's like how last week's ended or something. And then I'm like, this can't be a thing. So I'm, st- I'm, I'm saying it out loud so I remember. Like, okay. You know, it's like writing notes over and over. Like, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to. We're not going to be sound effects guys. Should we have, should we have a fart jar? <laughs> yeah, for like five dollars, like a no, no, no. I just, I, I, I just really enjoy this podcast, yeah. and yeah. I want memories. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Just something yeah. your dad can shove under your mom's nose <laughs> when, she, when she does something wrong, yeah. and then somehow fix her tally with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I use the methane and the. Yeah. So, so your dad was on Robot Wars. Which, was well, it was it called Robot Wars in America? Or I think well, Battle Battle Bots was the Comedy Central one. I don't know if that's if it's a, which one's a spinoff or if they're if one's a rip off of the other or right. if they're actually. A, a but did you have a show called Robot Wars? Battlebots, I remember. I don't know yeah. if we had Robot Wars. Oh, you did. You guys, I think we had Robot Wars. We had Robot oh, we did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, we had Robot Wars. My dad. I'll, I'll tell this story very quickly because I don't even want to go into two things. But this, this, this is, is all science. Mm-hmm. This is connected. Yeah. Oh well, Robots. this is this is the level of uh, psychotic genius my dad is. So we go on. He's done the show before. Uh, to this day, we still hold the world record in Robot Wars for one of the rounds. Like it was the joust. What? And my my dad decided he was like the best way. to Everyone's concentrating on weapons. All he did, you got a certain weight limit, so he just put all the money and all the weight into the wheels and the engine of the wheel. So just made it this incredibly fast, powerful thing. So people would have an axe, and he would just ram them like and skewer oh. them. And so the house robots, which were like, there was a joust where you had to sort of go up this ramp and try and knock the other thing off. And normally you had to try and you had to stay on for as long as you want. Uh-huh. Our robot was so powerful went through the other house robot which was like 300 kilos knocked off went through Jesus. in 7 seconds we do the other show there's a robot uh, in the UK where it's called Hypnodisc had this disc spun around destroyed lots my dad went that's a great idea so instead of just getting an uh, aluminium disc aluminium, aluminium by the way guys um <laughs> He, he got the diamond encrusted blades that they use on oil rigs for cutting through the miles and miles of rocks stuck it on the front of a robot we went to the tryouts in Glasgow where the robot we were against was swept off stage after the fight because <laughs> uh, there was just nothing left of it and then we went down to London um, and he revved up and it was the loudest thing you've ever heard and we revved up backstage and the health and safety like they made us, my dad do it by himself in a bulletproof glass chamber when he revved it up and they came through and yeah you can't use that and he was like what on the show and they were like no legally in Britain like (laughs) 
we don't know how you got him. this, <laughs> but this is like this is designed from going through miles and miles of rock. In what world would that not go through two inches of bulletproof glass? <laughs> so we went on weaponless. So we got knocked out immediately. I was eleven years old. I was gutted. So were you on? The, were you on the show as well? Can I was on there, the show. Oh, has this how, been? Has this gone on YouTube? Has oh yeah, yeah. Please don't look. Do you know how bad it is? Do you know how awful my parents are? What it was was it was a disc on the front. It it was called. Bought out of hell, right? Oh, and yeah. A, yeah. So it, and it looked like a motorbike. It had a little guy on it called Metal Oaf on the back. Cause, and my mum and dad made me dress up as a biker as the mascot for it. It was horrible. It was, yeah, you'll oh. find it on YouTube. And we got knocked out immediately. And of course, no someone's weapon. now discovered this and gone, oh, it's Daniel Slash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as a, as I, an awkward 11 year old. Yeah, but my dad then immediately like, came off stage and I was crying, and the house robot guys were like, how did you make it do that so awesomely or something to do? and he went oh blah 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 you do this and then they were like oh do you want a job for like three weeks and he was like yeah sure and then he worked on robots drove the house robots fixed them stole one of the main weapons like just on the last day he just stole one of the bits of armor from one of the house robots and we still have it in our basement <laughs> it's, like, it, it's so weird to me when you said and then there was this robot in the UK called and you, there was like a famous robot Hypnodisc Hypnodisc <laughs> so it was, just, was it like a big thing over oh, there huge I remember when, I, I don't know amongst old, kids like, amongst yeah I, I was I would have been around I think I would have been around 16, 17 when the show started and I mm. definitely watched it it. Yeah. And and they did they did a good job of like building the the more successful robots up as like little personalities in the yeah. show. And then they and, like this guy this one's invincible or like this guy's not been beaten or that they're toys as well. Like it was so popular that, that people who like Hypnodisc and Chaos too. And I'm sounding like a nerd here. Like no, no they no. had toys made of their robots. Like these guys who'd sure. made these robots in their basement then got thousands of dollars, uh, thousand pounds worth of deals because they got toy deals because that's right. how popular and great their robots were. I still have all the toys. Wow. Oh, and Hypnodisc has a uh, has a spiral black and white pattern on it, yeah, so yeah. it'll hypnotize you as it's sawing you. Yeah. Was and the... its blade is horizontal, and your blade, the Bottom of Hell, is vertically yeah, oriented. Yeah. So, yeah, so but if you look up Bottom of Hell on the Robot so Wars, your parents wiki, made you dress like a biker. Yeah, <laughs> man, like like they had a little a little denim jacket and a, a bandana. And... Well, you oh, are so not like a leather daddy, like kind of. <laughs> no, 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 no like awesome like, chaps. Care. Yeah, I was imagining <laughs> much like, care. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely imagining like assless chaps for some reason, and like kind of like a sharpied mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) seen that episode of South Park. Just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the quote that starts off the entry on "Bot Out of Hell" is, "What sort of imagination could dream up a machine looking like Bot Out of Hell, a demonic Hell's Angel?" Said Jonathan Pierce, and uh, yeah, it's credited uh, team members Martin Sloss, Leslie Sloss, and Daniel Sloss. Unusual looking robot that competed in Series 5 that was uh, designed to resemble a skeleton riding a motorbike with the front wheel of the motorbike being a large vertical spinning disc. It can reach speeds of 20 miles per hour. I don't know, nerds. Is this, uh, like, who, is this like the Robot, uh, Wars, robot Wiki. Wars Wiki? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. And that even notes that you went on to become a stand up comic. Oh, does it? Okay, yeah. there you go. Notable for starting on the professional circuit at age 17. He performs yearly in London. He performs yearly tours in London. I don't, I don't like how fringe. you like play dumb. Like, who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> he's very good looking. He's yeah. excellent in he's, bed. He's yeah. a tender Huge and caring lover. Like, <laughs> 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 you just spend all night. And you can buy his DVD here. That's great. And then just a picture of like a big black cock. Yep. Like, um, <laughs> why is my cock black? Scottish.
<laughs> it's yeah, covered yeah. in it's covered in pee. No, no, hold yes, on. It's covered, <laughs> it's covered in pee in every way you can imagine. Yeah. Hey, pee is very clean. Okay, yeah. I shower him every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. That's probably as good a point as any to lead into one of our stories, which actually relates to penises. Because yes, that's, we're gonna, just going to go there first because Great we'll get that out of the way, this, and then we can get to stories that are less uh, typical, less penisy, of us. Less, penis, less penile. Penis story. Penis. Story. Let's do a penis yes. story, guys. Do you guys know what Peyronie's disease is? I think that's how you pronounce do it. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> it's an embarrassing and He invented the stuff <laughs> Peyroni uh, it's Isn't not, Peyroni like a type a, of beer? Right, yeah It's, it's yeah, a little bit an extra, There's an extra Y in there an But otherwise it is e. spelt exactly Oh, and an extra E on the end But it oh, basically is Is it a disease that makes your penis, penis look curve. like a Oh, like, oh, a curve. Oh, yeah. What were you going to guess? I thought it was going to be like a Peroni bottle. Like, oh, yeah, that, that horrible disease. Really thick at one point, and then thick as a beer bottle penis. You know what's yeah. amazing? And I don't mean to take this too blue, which has already happened. But let me tell you something about Daniel Slouse. Uh, when well, he firstly, his name's pronounced Sloss. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something about Slouse, though. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> ah, this guy. Just no, you got to meet this guy. No, when when you just did the act out with your hand yeah. of the penis, yeah. it was so big that I got jealous at your ghost penis. <laughs> like, do you, ever, do, you, do you ever see someone like fake jerk off, but like their their fingers don't even connect? They're do like you, you ever, you're like beaten off. And do your fingers like, connect when you jerk off? Of course they connect. Well, I have huge hands. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Like what? You can you can do a. He really threw you again. Right <laughs> wait, yeah, you re- wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> when you're really, you can really. No, that's not. Surely your fingers connect. Surely oh, you can. Yeah, touch. oh yeah, totally. Well, I mean, you, you don't. That's not how you. Ho- okay, I'm getting fucked with. Clearly, I'm clearly getting fucked with. There's no way. There's no way that you're not connecting your fingers. <laughs> I, well, maybe. Oh, no, I mean, sure. Whatever you say, Jesse. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> Okay. No, but you know how sometimes <laughs> you can send in your dick pics to uh, at yeah, uh, what was the at gmail.com. I remember to put the title uh, subject line penis. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I just uh, no. You were like, you were like Peroni's disease. Is that like when your penis is and then and then it looked, looked like you had an invisible Pringles can in your hand. And I'm just like Jesus, man. That's your that's your mime. Yeah, that's you, your mime dick. Once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> you can't have just one. <laughs> that's your that's your mime dick. And uh, don't rub your eyes afterwards. Yeah. It stinks. Right. Now you bring out at parties. Wow. Oh. I just got jealous of your mime dick. <laughs> Brutal. Well, I it, probably. Oh, I, you should see my mime girlfriend. She is. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Anyhow, so uh, is is your mime penis straight? Is it um, both my well, my mime and my okay, normal okay. penis? It's fine if it's not because if it's not, you might have uh, a solution on the horizon here because uh, the drug Zyaflex, made by Oxilium Pharmaceuticals, um, just uh, I don't your know, fingers just... connect. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's no way that's impossible I'm what? sorry <laughs> well, I'm just saying maybe yours do but you know they're... I've got big hands <laughs> alright everybody oh. well my fingers connect my middle finger and thumb could easily touch wrapped around my penis I, I've... <laughs> everyone's looking at their hands though <laughs> 
I'm looking at my penis. Right, you put your, right, you put your hand around my penis, and we'll see if your fingers connect. <laughs> oh, not at all. Wow, that's, that's in, yeah, that, is, that is hefty. I yeah. like a qu- like we, if we were doing a moment there, how quickly you just went to oh, I've done it now, as if my dick's just been out for this whole interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't require any unbuttoning. It was just. I'm yeah. sorry to derail well, the story Scotsman. again. I was in he's my head. His, <laughs> it was in my head about that. Okay. Anyhow, so last week, uh, Zyoflex won approval from the FDA, and uh, it's the first drug to treat that embarrassing and sometimes painful curvature of the penis known as Peyronie's disease. Is um, it painful? I it's guess. estimates I... as much as 9% of men have the condition, which can make intercourse painful or impossible. That has to be like, as much as 9% have like the most mild form of it. Right, if it's not what? like yeah, arrow sure. straight. I my my flatmate is a, is a girl, uh, and we regularly swap sex stories. And she slept with guys who she says that it is quite common. Like she goes, because like you really only have your own dick and porn dicks right. to go off of. Right. So then, whenever you hear about another penis, you're like, oh, is there? And she was saying, oh, apparently curves in the penis all the time. Like some some curve up. Well, you you even see that in porn. Really? Oh, yeah. You see, a, like it curves back up towards their face. Oh you yeah, know? and like amateur stuff. Yeah. No, you see it in like real go pro with that. I think you see it in pro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so revealing way too much. Why am I even human morphology? <laughs> just quit talking. A wide range of of. Uh... I'm just such a piece of shit. I'm just not with that. No, that happens. You know, you see it on the in Nazi porn. <laughs> 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 Which is porn? ironic, really. You'd expect Nazi porn to have the most idea, like. Yeah. yeah. No, guys, check it out. I've got this hard drive here. <laughs> Jesus. The Uber porn. Wang. <laughs> yeah. Uber wang. Yeah. Oh, anyhow, so uh, Stan Harden. Um, is that his name? Oh, that's, that's, no, of course it is. It's gotta be. Hold on a second. I'm just checking the URL. It says NewYorkTimes.com. Okay, this is real. Yes, yeah, uh, New York Times found someone called Stan Harding, who is a, a plumber. plumber in Colorado Springs who started <laughs> the association. So he's Springs. used to bandy pipes. <laughs> <laughs> he started the association of payroll disease advocates uh, after developing the condition 12 years ago and says it's a soul destroying disease. Wait, you can develop it? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yes, uh, it's um, let's see. Da, 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 da. It can ca- it's caused by the buildup of plaque under the skin of the penis. Um, well, someone hasn't been brushing their penis. <laughs> Wait, no, floss your penis, people. Plaque, plaque's <laughs> only on teeth, isn't it? I guess no. Yeah, plaque is also like um, fat that hardens. Oh, okay. It's like you can have plaque in your arteries. But that's what can often cause causes heart attacks and strokes. Is plaque buildup in the. Right. Um, well, I would assume a bunch of. Uh, <laughs> I just went to. Sorry, I just went to. I would. I would assume a bunch of dick plaque would cause a lack of erections. Well, apparently it's it's built up under the skin. You two are giggling a lot over there. <laughs> Sorry. I looked over and he's literally just looking at pictures of dicks now. All right, Andy. Well, I thought we were going to deviate from your normal patterns on this podcast. And guys, I don't have enough hours in my day to do this podcast and look at curved dicks. According to Wikipedia, the underlying cause of Peyronie's disease is not well understood, but it's thought to be caused by trauma or injury to the penis, usually through sexual activity, although many patients often are unaware of any traumatic event or injury. So that sounds suspect to me. I don't know. Um, but uh, it's make, it may cause pain, hardened, big, cord-like lesions, Jesus. or abnormal curvature um, due to chronic inflammation of the tunica albuginea. Um, oh, yeah. That and, this, yeah. and this treatment, uh, Zeaflex, is an enzyme derived from a gangrene-causing bacterium that breaks down collagen, which is the main component of the plaque. Which, I mean, you wow. have to re. I, I, 
I trust doctors, I trust science, and these, you know, I'm sure they've done their fair share of clinical trials. They're in the middle of doing clinical trials right now. But, uh... I'd be worried about someone injecting gangrene into my penis. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Um, What's yeah. the cure? Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, the, uh, this really bad stuff. It's gonna. It's actually cancer. Cancer is the cure. Yeah. I'm gonna. Mm, mm, I'm it's, okay. But I mean, then again, Botox. People don't seem to mind putting botulism poison in their right. foreheads. So. It, it does say in this well, article the, the amount of things that I've injected into my penis at this point. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? It, you know, there's lying. already some peanut butter in there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just pop in some cancer. <laughs> Whatever, man. Smooth, right? Smooth peanut butter. It's lucky for her pleasure, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, this is back when I, I don't know. I had a weird puppy phase. So it does say in this article, doctors who administer the drug will have to be specially trained and certified. <laughs> so as opposed to those other cowboy doctors, hobby yeah. doctors. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. But it does cause pain and swelling co- and bruising can develop in the injected area. And it's treated with a series of eight injections of the penis spaced six weeks apart. And it says it costs $3,300 an injection. So a full course of eight injections would cost twenty six grand. Oh, because oh, it... Just Wait, to straighten out your... I'm jealous of people whose penises are big enough to curve. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't even... I can't even it's just the shortest distance between two points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how does, Yeah, you need to... Because I, I was thinking, like, they could pull that off with one shot with me. Oh, <laughs> I don't need eight shots. Oh. <laughs> Save some money. <laughs> Everyone's fingers connect. <laughs> okay, that's our second t-shirt, dude. The first one's gonna be, uh, be a lady, fart into a tissue. Be a lady, fart into a tissue. Second one is... And we've got our Zagat PDF binders. Yes. We got uh, tons of probably science merch. We're gonna come out we got, soon. Look, I'm, t- Every, I'm just everyone's like, fingers touch, and it's just everyone's doing this. <laughs> yeah, yes. everyone's fingers connect. It's giving an okay symbol with your middle finger. Yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. fingers connect. <laughs> Guys, I'm a catchphrase machine. <laughs> and then, <laughs> 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 and then did someone just fart sound in here? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> is that a fart sound I smell? It's fucking embarrassing. So. All right, so uh, I guess we've, we've probably beaten this one into the ground. There's nothing else to say about this. But if was you, that if meant you to be are, a pun? No, nah, nah, there's, there's no reason to flog a dead dick. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, thanks uh, to Nicole for sending him that story, by the way. That was Nicole's. Oh, okay, oh, thank oh, you good, very much, good. Nicole. Um, I guess... Uh, wait, wait it does say that yeah. it was... Yeah, my girlfriend sent in the story, but hang on a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait. <laughs> I guess this drug was already approved in 2010 to treat Dupuytren's contracture, a condition in which the fingers are bent toward the palm and cannot be straightened. I'm not sure. <laughs> they're often connected, though. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are connected. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah. Wow. So once you take that, like an wait. action figure, like you just so, you just have to have accessories. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if you get the one drug, you don't need the other. Or wait, what you? You don't want to fix this because then uh, uh, there's some masturbation joke in there that I sure. can't find. You, you just it. have to always have a sword <laughs> or something. Like, or you look weird. That's a, that probably, maybe that's what Bob Dole had. I'm not even kidding. I have no idea what. Uh, Bob Dole what had made. ED. You remember when he did the erectile dysfunction? No, but he had that useless hand he just held the pen with, I think, from a war injury. That one hand, his, his one hand didn't do anything. It was always wrapped around a pen. It was just Interesting. like a death grip. I yeah. had no idea. And, and, and John that... McCain couldn't put his arms like above shoulder level. Yeah. Remember that? It's weird, yeah. How did he surrender in the war then? <laughs> <laughs> Good call. He just did like a zombie walk, kind of. Just did like a... <laughs> yeah, he sort of... Because to be a prisoner of war, you have to, like, he's yeah. like, no, guys, I, like, really know I am. Like, no, like, I'm half surrendering. <laughs> right, right. And then they just, like, like the Viet Cong just kind of, like, starts a rap battle with him. And he's like, no, I want to surrender. I'm not trying <laughs> yeah, to, like... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how does the... Okay, this injection... 
No, and I, I, I bet I am serious, though. So they inject you eight times with this, uh, collagen. Or no, col- it breaks down the collagen. Yes, it, if it's I understand injects you with, a, with an enzyme that breaks down the plaque. Breaks, breaks down. Breaks down the plaque. So then you have less plaque under your uh, uh, yeah. epidermal layer of your uh, mm. penis uh, membrane. Uh, so that's how it. So that's how it works. It does that. I was just trying to wrap my head around how it works. Oh, okay. Like the the actual. Try that's, to. Uh, I guess that's how it works. Put some sort of mental image. I'm surprised it doesn't require some sort of additional like. Th- then do you have to like do any kind of straightening exercises to make sure it goes in the right direction? <laughs> yeah, do you have like, to masturbate you just... with your other hand. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you have to do straightening exercises. Now, depending on the severity of the condition to begin with, like my life would have like things would have to be going pretty bad for me to get eight shots in the penis. Oh, it's not even the money. It's just you don't want to have the shots. Well, the no, like what I'm, what it's I'm not saying buying is a new like, car or having. What a I'm saying penis. is like, that does it work? The... Like, because I will. I, I mean, I already like pee on the wall by accident a lot or whatever. You know, like, like how much is this? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, no, no. Let's. Um, I, Everyone's I, fingers connect. Everyone pees <laughs> on the wall. Is that what we're supposed to do? Yeah, my blanket rules for all men are pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody comes on the bus. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, what what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying is, like, it, things have to get pretty bad before you would just. I mean, think about how bad things would have to be. Because I disagree. Are, I, I don't think the, the injections. I, I wouldn't care if I had this and I wanted to get rid of it. The money would be the issue. Once I got the money, I'd no, be like, of course yeah, you want to get rid of it. But what I'm saying, how bad does it have to be? If if I had a penis that was like, slightly the embarrassment curved, or the pain of the shot. Well, yeah, no, it's it's not like a slight curve. Fine, but it says like I think if you got the full on condition to the point that it's painful when it's pointing and, at you. Yeah, if yeah. You got like Gonzo's <laughs> nose going on. <laughs> sure. Like at that point, it's worth twenty six yeah. grand. When it's probably. a you'd, when you could fuck someone round a corner. Right? <laughs> Sure, the old spy dick. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> up Periscope. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Um, this is our most juvenile episode by far. I'm sorry. No, no, it's our fault. I don't think it is. We did it. We did it. Um, but I, yeah, okay, okay. I'm just saying that it would have to be, I'm saying, ima- I guess what I'm saying is imagine how much this condition sucks to be worth Eight yeah. shots because I don't, uh, right. But then when it comes to that stuff, that's that's the thing that everyone will, is always willing to spend money on, you know? Problems with your dick. Like, oh, yeah. That's the, that's, Those are the ones that you solve. That's not surprising. Like, well, yes, that's why, eight yeah, shots and 26 grand makes total sense. Yeah, there's a reason why, like, Viagra, Viagra no funds. Right, funds the entire lot of Pfizer, right? Or right, there's no generic version of any ED pills. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. anyhow. Oh, interesting to note, though, the drug, that it's been used earlier for that hand condition, but sales have been below expectations, and partly because hand surgeons um, make more money by performing surgery, which is awful. That there's, like, a pill you could be giving people or a shot to their hands but you just want to make more money and then also the, i guess the people with the with the patent on this are like well it's not really shifting this hand uh drug <laughs> do you reckon we could use it on dicks <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that how like viagra even started it was like it was a, a heart supposed thing. to heart it was thing your blood pressure well, yeah. yeah it was an accidental discovery where they just went i think when they did their first trials and mm. you're like i'm getting Getting a lot of bonus. <laughs> right. Like you, the first person who reported it must have been really sheepish. Can you imagine? Like, yeah. you, you were doing the trial, like uh, I don't know if this well, is a. Well, I don't know if this is a thing or not, but I mean, <laughs> well, imagine if you got dosed with a Viagra. Like you, you probably wouldn't, because sometimes you just get a weird boner. 
So like what I'm saying is like it would take also a lot. it doesn't it doesn't give them to you right no you it doesn't give them to you still you still have to be stimulated so right. I don't know why I know all the, uh, it doesn't matter so wait Viagra just doesn't wait I it doesn't like, create one instantly does it not no, no it, it has to you, have to, you still, still have, have to like to. make out with someone and all the stuff it just uh, oh I thought it was like I just like oh this is on now that's it, it just no no it makes it substantially more like it it basically turns a a sixty year old man into a sixteen year old boy right oh, okay. like it's just something like but it's yeah. So that being, it's said, just ready to go. Okay, but you still gotta think about something. You still have to think about something. You still have to, you know, give it a thump or whatever you do. Now, <laughs> <laughs> you give it a little thump, don't you? you give uh, it a little, uh, sometimes you gotta give it a bit of a thump. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, like, um, yeah. But but my point being, um, I don't know if you would know it was necessarily if it was necessarily connected. Yeah. So it would have to be like a guy that hasn't had. He's already has ED. And he noticed this just And solved. he's doing this clinical trial for the blood pressure medicine. And then he's like, oh, I got my first erection in 10 years. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, every drug test that's happened since Viagra, they must have added that to the question. Or maybe it was always part of it. When like, does this also do any of these things? Like, and everyone's well, like, that's what they're hoping. Maybe this other you thing also... I bet, it already, I bet it was... Already because part because of the... it's definitely like a known side effect. of me- like There are many drugs where the side effect is decreased sexual appetite or sexual function. Right. So that's, I bet that's on the checklist. Calling it sexual appetite is really creepy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the way I looked straight at you? (laughs) I think it was the way you were salivating. (laughs) (laughs) I I just like purring a bit like a cat. The way you're kind of very grossly sucking that tangerine slice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sexual appetite. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm fooled today. (laughs) I couldn't eat any more. Uh, but a man is a sexual being. Remember in a bad Santa? <laughs> um, who was that? Who was that? He's dead now. It sucks. Uh, the, he's a comic. Uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Yeah, when he was constantly eating oranges in Bad mm-hmm. Santa, he was the security director. And just man is a sexual being, and then he's sucking on orange. <laughs> For some reason, sucking on an orange slice is the most disgusting yeah. thing you can do. <laughs> Awful. I love it. Okay, let's. I think we sh- at this point we should move on to another story. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I noticed that when we were doing this story, we were being a bit uh, a bit boyish, yeah, a bit uh, a bit teenage, if you will. Mm-hmm. But did you know that when it comes to peer pressure, teens are not alone? Oh, they aren't. No, no. It's weird. I would have thought teens were alone. No, no. It's, I mean, it's well known that teenagers take risks, of course. Um, and when they do, they they're obviously in company. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Teens are five times likelier to be in a car accident when in a group than when driving alone, and likelier to commit a crime or drink alcohol when with a group of peers. Um, I don't know if that's really... I think it's just your life doesn't suck enough as a teenager to drink alone yet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's related. I think yeah, it's just, no, you still have your hopes and things. Yeah, I, or you just haven't developed your taste for alcohol yet. Right. You know? Like, you don't... Uh... Yeah, you do it to get drunk, just because, yeah. yeah. Remember when you drank because, oh, I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to have fun, whereas opposed to, oh, I'm just drinking. Why? Yeah. Because I am. That's because what, that's, that's what, what I, I do now. It's after 5 p.m. or before 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it, the only time I don't drink is at exactly 5 p.m. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I'm not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, accidentally felt feelings. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where is it? Get a nice pint glass of mouthwash. Um <laughs> Now, uh, so a new study from Temple psychologists Lawrence Steinberg and Jason Chine um, has found that an inclination towards risky behavior in groups also holds true for another teen mammal, namely mice. Mice. Um, So 
Uh, that study, it was, it was recent, there was a recent study in developmental science, published in developmental science last month, called Adolescent Mice, Unlike Adults, Consume More Alcohol in the Presence of Peers Than Alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it says. Yep. Uh, most, most people, <laughs> most people attribute the peer effect on adolescent risk taking to peer pressure or the desire to impress friends, but our findings challenge that assumption, said Steinberg. I do not believe, I, uh, this like, what do you mean? No, no, right, how because, they would do it? Right, maybe I don't believe it because in my head. You've never been to a mouse bar. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm picturing. Like, just literally three mice are, like, given some vodka. How do you think they stuff? got blind? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking moonshine. Bl- blind drunk. <laughs> See how they run. See how they fall over. <laughs> See how they stumble. Um, the researchers found that, okay, so what they decided was for the study, um, we, they chose mice for the experiment because mice don't know what their friends want them to do. That's what, that's what, <laughs> that's, that's what they said. This so, is a scientist saying these Yeah, things. yeah. So for a study, a sample of mice were raised in same-sex triads. Um, I don't know why they're in gangs, but they were uh, <laughs> tested for alcohol consumption, either as juveniles or as adults, with half in each group tested alone and half tested with their age mates. How were the juvenile mice buying alcohol? <laughs> well, the researchers, I assume, bought it for them, which is probably illegal. Um, uh, the researchers found that the presence of peers increased alcohol consumption only among adolescent mice. So the outcome of this study, in combination with our other recent findings involving human teens, indicates that the peer influence on reward sensitivity during late adolescence is not just a matter of peer pressure or bravado, or in any way dependent on familiarity with the observer, Steinberg said. And that is a mouthful of a sentence. But wh- so it's something, it's gotta be, there's got to be some evolutionary reason why being around, in that age, being around behavior makes that behavior contagious. Do you think, do you think it's for, for hunting, taking risks, like getting out there, killing the woolly mammoth? I don't know. Well, I think we're, why are the mice drinking? Like, that's they really what don't I, explain. The, like, they I still gloss over the drinking like, part. I know that they're giving the, uh, like, I'm not trying to be an idiot and make, like, I, I, well, they enjoy being drunk. I, I mean, they enjoy they? it. Yeah. All right, okay. Like, do they enjoy? Well, I, I do know, like, a lot of, there are, there's several, like, numerous examples of creature, like, animals in the wild eating fermented berries. eating fermented fruit oh yeah and, that and getting... YouTube video is hilarious of yeah. The yeah, yeah yeah and sometimes in that, I think one a couple of those cases that's accidental but there is definitely there are documented cases of animals returning to the fermented fruit mm. to get to, drunk to get drunk okay so that's why the mice are doing it and then they'll do okay if they're okay which so. is interesting because I guess that means it does speak to some sort of fundamental need in us yeah. to get obliterated yeah yeah even talking about this is kind of making me want to go get a beer <laughs> well, Andy, I'm you, not have a, you have a big problem I <laughs> let's face it you have a huge problem <laughs> now, Jesse really thinks that I have an alcohol problem uh no I mean not not I like kind of do no I, I only okay because it's, it's like this I, you see I the number of beer it, cans that bottles no that end up in no no I don't give a so, shit about that okay. I think I mean we let our recycling stack up I can't I can't add add those up. But I, I think about it because of things that you've said in the past, uh-huh. but not things that are like bad, just things where, um, I don't know, where you're like, um, like you only hit me when you're drunk. Right. So <laughs> no, just something where you're like, you're like, I will seriously suck your dick for a beer right now. And I'm just like, well, that seems like a, it seems a little, extreme. Yeah, it seems like, it seems like you're also starting the haggling very low. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> surely for a case of beer is how you start. <laughs> started with, yeah, and then, yeah. No, I don't mean to, then what else do you have? Like, I'll, I'll suck then, your dick for a beer. How about yeah. a sip of beer <laughs> for a hand job? No, I don't think you have a, um, and I'm, and this is actually legit. I don't think you have a drinking problem. Oh, cool. Okay. I think, uh, therefore I don't I think you enjoy, I think you're like a guy 
from Portland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not a it's not I don't yeah, think it's yeah. an unstandard. I think you like cool. a you like an ale. Um uh, so the previous studies suggested that the presence of peers influences adolescent behavior. I already read that. Um, yeah. In, of uh, by increasing the perceived reward value of risky decisions. So we know that when one is rewarded by one thing, other rewards become more salient. Um, because adolescents find socializing so rewarding, we postulate that being with friends primes the reward system and makes teens pay more attention to the potential payoffs of risky decisions. That's so convoluted. So because teens are happy because they're around other teens, teens are happier being that validated. Makes them it feels better see to see other people getting happy. Makes them want to do the thing that they see other people getting happy doing. I I think of. as a teen, as an adolescent. You get more... I have no idea what's going on with this surge protector, by the way. Um, but I think as an adolescent, you are flooded with more endorphins when your friends are like, you're awesome. Yeah. Like, I think that's... Yeah, yeah. It makes you happier than you get more secure the older you get. And you're like, I know. Who gives a shit? Well, let's ask the guy who has been most recently a teen among the four of us. Yeah. Daniel. Matthew. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, I... I yeah, no, I totally gave in to peer pressure. But again, I like my, I, I'm a bad example because... With peer pressure, I, I, I was never that bad. Like, I right. I was the one, like, my mom and dad were like, are you going to get drunk? And I was like, no. And they didn't care. They were like, look, <laughs> we'll buy you there. booze. We, we just want you to have yeah, we want fun, you to have fun with these people. <laughs> and I would go out and I would get drunk and I would come home uh, and I'd wake up hungover and they'd be like, are you hungover? And I'd be like, no, I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't do that. <laughs> and I was literally lying to no one. But just, <laughs> I would, so out of them, they were like, are you drunk? I'm like, I don't drink. And my mom's <laughs> going, like I don't reeks care. Of beer. <laughs> yeah, you have my DNA. I'm an alcoholic. I know you have that in you. I See, know- I had the opposite effect with my parents where I used to smoke a ton of pot, like yeah. way too much. I, I Starting smoke, at what age? Uh, 15. Wow. Um, and I... But the thing is, I always thought they totally knew and were cool with it. Because I would be super high around them all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they would say stuff that I'm like dead set that they yeah. know. You know, one time my dad, I was making a marijuana omelet in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, and he comes out and he's like, smells good. What are you making? And I was like, uh-huh, just like a reefer omelet. And he's like, uh-huh. and then he goes back to bed. <laughs> You know, that was the best death. <laughs> so like, Good I, one, son. But it turns out. Turns out they just thought I was like kidding. They had no fucking idea. <laughs> so it was like the opposite, where they're like, "What'd you do last night?" And I'm like, "Got wicked high." And they're they're like high fiving me. And then and then when they find out, they're like the most disappointed in me they've ever been. Oh. <laughs> what I've been telling you directly to your face. Yeah. I've literally been blowing smoke in your nose, and you're just like, it's just the the parental denial is yeah, amazing. Such a joker that one. Oh, um, Some pot stories. No, I I like. Basically, the, par- the when my parents found out I smoked uh, shitloads of weed, was when I finally wrote a joke about it when I started doing weed material. Because <laughs> like when I because I lived at home with my parents until I was twenty one, and my I didn't drive, so my parents took me to a lot of my gigs. So wow. they could they could always tell what was going on in my sure. life by my material. So I would do material about being a virgin, and then I would stop doing material about being a virgin uh... and having sex. And they'd be like, "Oh, good for me." And then I would do girlfriend material, and be like, "Oh, he's got a girlfriend." And then I would do material about getting drunk. I'm like, "Oh, it's just Lisa's." making his drinks now. Yeah, yeah. and then I would do weed material and uh, sure. they were and it, but it's that, that's now totally conscious in my comedy because there's some stuff that I want to talk about and I go oh, if, I, if my that. mom finds out I've done this she's sure. going to be really disappointed because my mom adamantly follows my career like oh. she will listen to this that's, oh, my, my mom! Wow, my wow. mom is bad at text technology stuff. She doesn't listen, but she's she adamantly follows everything too. Yeah, 
Um, to the point where she knows more that's going on than me because I don't. I mean, my career sucks right now. So she's like, <laughs> she'll like remind me of stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's not tonight. so bad. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my mom was useful when I when when you apply for a visa to come to America, mm-hmm. you need to give them, you need to prove like your status. You need to give them like documentation and references and magazine like and newspaper articles about you to prove that you you are someone who is like of a level where you're worthy being issued a visa yeah and enter my mum and her scrapbook (laughs) none of this stuff but she had like pretty much every time i'd been in a newspaper from when i started comedy that's great she had all that stuff that's so cool. Like I, I've, I've heard comics have to sort of do something kind of that when, like, if you fly in the UK, you don't need a, uh, you don't need a passport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like in America, you don't need a passport. You just need yeah. proof of identification. And there was a comic I know who was flying down to London, and he just, and they were like, "Do you have any ID?" And he's like, "I don't have my, I don't have a driver's license or my passport. I got a train up here." And they were like, "We can't need proof." Uh, <laughs> and he just happened to have a bunch of his fringe Edinburgh Festival flyers with them, <laughs> and he just kind of went. Huh? Picture huh? Same, it's it's my picture. face and that's me. And they were like, yeah, okay, then uh, I mean, you proved you were you. And I've had other friends that have gone and made the people go on YouTube uh, and uh, be like, to prove, but then they would people would then end up watching the full YouTube clip. And you go, no, 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 don't watch it. No, I don't want you to. Like, I, I, like, I have a big uh, border guard uh, bit where it's called. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've got, I've got all this easy Wiki- chat material. I tried to use Wikipedia once when someone, when a bar wouldn't accept my British ID. Uh. Oh. And, and, he was, and he just told me to fuck off, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I've always been tempted. Like, if I ever get ID and I don't have my ID on me, just going, look, I've got material, I've got YouTube videos of me discussing my age two years ago when I was, you know, talking about being 20. So if you work, and they're like, no, you can't. You're not legally allowed to lie on stage. Yeah, Yeah, I've never told a lie. If you look in YouTube's terms and conditions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everything a stand up comedian says on stage is 100% true all of the time. Absolutely. Of course it is. Um,. Do you guys think that, uh, where do you think we all sit as human beings on the food chain? I'm not even attempting a segue. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I think, <laughs> I think we're outside of it. Like, that's, like, we, we're not, like, I mean, yeah, like, if we, we were We can in the kill wild, anything by that yeah. definition, I guess, we're on the top of it. Yeah, well, like, like, yeah, like, if we were in the wild and stuff, like, you people go, oh, yeah, but if, like, if you were in the wild, you know, you would get eaten by a lion. You go, yeah, but I'm not. And I, I, I live in a world now where that's very unlikely to happen unless I pay specifically right, to go into right. the wild. And, yeah, and people always have that thing, oh, like, you wouldn't eat beef. Like, I, I hate the vegetarian argument. Like, you wouldn't eat beef, like, if you have to kill the cow yourself. Like, you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> I would punch a cow to death for a burger. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I always thought, like, I wouldn't eat vegetables if I had to grow them myself. <laughs> That's a great point too. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes. I'm just it's lazy. Is laziness what and ineptitude. Like I wouldn't know how to. I yeah. don't know how to kill a cow. Oh, but I also don't know how to like grow wheat. <laughs> just, like I would survive on berries, maybe until yeah. I hit a poison one and then died. Yeah, right. I would. That's a good call. I, I would totally like. I thought it was a food cycle, not a chain. Well, I guess if you define it as um, where. Because bugs eat us. I mean, we right, we all right. lose well, to the bugs. Okay, well then, basically this article, um, I just saw this on NPR.org, that uh, that stated that for, for the first time, ecologists have calculated exactly where humans rank on the food chain. I don't know why it would have taken that Yeah, I don't, I don't get why it, why it can require no calculations. It's apparently either. their trophic level, which is a number between 1 and around 5.5 that tells you how much energy it takes to make a species food. So for each species, like how much energy... Uh, so plant, plants and uh, algae and that kind of thing... Which uh, use any which 
produce energy from photosynthesis. They mm. just get it directly from the sun. Um, they sit right at the bottom of the food train, so their trophic level is one. And right above that is herbivores, such as rabbits, cows, and deer. So their level is two. And then the omnivores that eat a mixture of plants and herbivores, which is where humans rank. Uh, uh, um, so humans rank has been calculated as around 2.2. Which puts us between pigs and anchovies. Apparently so. The like above us are carnivores, such as foxes, that eat only herbivores. And at the top of the scale... Are meat- really, they so, are they really specific? Like they won't eat meat-eating animals? Carnivores uh, don't eat carnivores? Well, apparently... Well, I think it's because carnivores tend not to be... Like, I know humans don't eat... eat ten, don't tend not to eat uh, carnivorous animals, because apparently they're less tasty. Oh. Apparently, like, the protein... Uh, like, can you, th- can you think of a... I'm trying to think of whether game I've eaten are... I've eaten carnivore you could eat. I'm not sure. Snakes. Pigs are omnivores, and snake uh, fish eat other fish, but... Uh, but most of the like chicken, uh, right. cows, right. Yeah, uh, right. sheep, you're they right. yeah, good call. Even mm. uh, even buffalo. I've had a buffalo burger before. I've had, I think I've had venison. Yeah, I had crocodile yeah. meat once. Yeah, crocodile. Yeah, yeah that girl that was, was a vegan. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. frogs, they eat insects. What do you? Call, that's that's not uh, that's carnivorous, sort of, right? It's carnivorous. But, um, but at the top of the scale of this trophic scale are meat eaters that don't have any predators themselves. Such as polar bears and orca whales. So I, th- the I, I thought it was, I thought it was a huge problem that they're all dying. Both of those. Things. I don't think this means that they're thriving. It just means that they. Uh, it just means they are at the top of the trophic level of. But like, we're removing. Where, but we're removing ourselves from that. We're again removing ourselves. I guess we don't. No, eat we're them. in it. We're in we the don't middle eat of it. We're. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, it's not what I'm saying. saying is we could that suggest that at any point, like I've I've never looked over my shoulder and gone, I'm, oh, I might be screwed. Like that's never happened. That no, it's, more, coming it, it's more. It's where it's basically what is below you on the food chain, right? And not we, what you eat. And we eat but... a mixture of we we eat plants, yeah. So uh, and we eat herbivores, right? Well, can I just say that I I think it's it's. Uh, bullshit that as the human race, the greatest species of animal that's ever lived, that we're not top of the food, food chain. So I think that we should all start eating the shit exactly. out of orca whales right. and polar bears because fuck those guys. How are they top? <laughs> How are they top? top? Yeah. That is absolute bullshit. It's not right. Mm. Like, Let's take down Shamu. Yeah, let's, like well, I'm it, going to SeaWorld, or as I like to call it now, the all-you-can-eat buffet. The San Diego buffet. Um, yeah. You just... Well, it's interesting because the article also says that one trend is clear. Humans are becoming more carnivorous. Uh, on the average, people around the world get about 80% of their daily calories from fruits, vegetables, and grains. The other 20% from meat, poultry, and fish. Um, but the meat-to-plant ratio in our diet has been rising since 1985, the scientists found. And it's China's and India's growing love of chicken and pigs that's primarily fueling the recent change. There you go. Well, I don't think we should bring sex into this. <laughs> The fingers connect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, hmm. Well, that's interesting. The, the, I just thought of, like the worst slogan for like a girl who's very size conscious. <laughs> if the fingers connect, you must reject. That <laughs> 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 yeah, would be a horrible person. That's great. Horrible person. That's yeah. great. It's a horrible person, but that's great. Yeah. The fingers connect. You, you must, must reject. reject. So it does seem her like her fingers are your own I fingers. I guess her fingers, and that's more reasonable because then she's got little lady hands. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Well, so. we're gonna get sexist now, are we? <laughs> I've had some very aggressive <laughs> hand jobs from very lovely, manly women. Okay, that's perfectly <laughs> normal. Mm. So it, it does seem that um, it it seems like where it says uh, humans are becoming more carnivorous. 
that seems to be more that the places that are heavier on the meat eating are, are having population faster. expansions rather than rather than individuals' diets tending to change. Right. It's more the case that oh, well, uh, well I can, can I just say that I I, I am pretty much almost a premium. I don't eat vegetables. Um, yeah, you you're a <laughs> like I'm a, yeah. Again, you're you're me. a very Scottish in your diet. Yeah, I don't eat vegetables, and mm. but for me it's a it's a texture thing. Like I'll eat yeah. any soup you give me, but okay. every time I fucking eat lettuce, I'm like I feel like I've gone a step back in the food chain because I'm eating fucking grass and I feel pathetic. He's crunchy, going, and I, I hate it. I can't. Whereas I'll eat. What about fruits? Oh, fruits. Yeah, uh, some of them. Like, yeah, fruits are delicious. Like, smoothies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's mainly my meal is the, like, some... I meat, can't potato. Eat, yeah, meat, potato. Like, I'm not happy eating something unless I know that its parents are sad. <laughs> like, I really... Sure. I need the suffering. So not only should it have been an animal, but it also should have had, like, a predeveloped frontal lobe and the yeah, ability yeah, to I need empathy for the fellow sure. uh, members when of the species. Thumbs, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I eat veal, I need the... <laughs> You know, you know when you go and you pick a lobster out. Like I, I go, where's the baby one? And bring its parents over and let them. <laughs> I want to let them watch. It. Yeah, 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 sure. Oh. Sometimes you'll also buy the parents just to sit them on the side of the yeah, stove. Yeah, yeah, and then I watch. release them into the wall. But I also cut off their genitalia so they can never have this gig. So horrible. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're being honest. You know, you're just telling us what life's like in Scotland. Did so you know, you know, now I know yeah. it's yeah. just a lot. Just the you castrate the families of your meals. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, you had one chance at parenthood, and I ate it. It's inside <laughs> of me, and it's going to be shit soon. And then I give them the shit, and I say, this is your child. So what you do is you... you and I'm not the top of the food chain? <laughs> Fuck you! I'm totally the top of the food chain. So you cut off the lobster penises, put it in their child's mouth in the water where they're boiling. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like an apple and a pig. Yeah. In a pig's yeah. mouth. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then you eat all of that. This is downright medieval. Do the pincers connect? They always connect. Man, I think with pincers you don't want them to connect. You don't want to cut it off. You don't want a connection. Unless that's how you remove them. Yeah. I make the parents cut off their own dicks. The only thing that's not true about this is that I don't eat lobster. Everything else is. This is actually funny. I was Googling Guy Fox today for some reason because I didn't know. What my opinion of him should be? I, I didn't. I didn't know if I forgot if they celebrated that day because. Oh, I was... thought you were just trying to fuck a girl in Silver Lake. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I was googling Guy Fox and uh, Moog synthesizers. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that like, Guy Fox day is, is like, it is that Moog? I always thought it was Moog. It's Moog. It's Moog. Ah. You goddamn hipster! No, it is Moog. Yeah, yeah. It's totally Moog. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's right. I've just again. This is just something that I just saw. Mm. Seen on the side of instruments. No, I only I only said that as a very subtle backhand way to pitch myself to girls from Silver Lake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> loving girls. No, but I was googling Guy Fox because uh, I, I saw that you, you celebrate the day because uh, the assassination was not successful. Mm. Not because you sort of were like he was a folk hero who almost uh, took down. Yeah, although although it is is one of those well, sort of dubious. Yeah. Well, no, it's one of the things where we're, we're, what the fox is, is it not that we're burning his, bo- we're burning effigies of Guy Fox himself, is that not the yes, thing? Yes, yes. So or it was like fireworks to simulate the explosion yeah, that didn't happen. Or, yeah, or, but also they, they, that you make, people make effigies of Guy Fawkes. Okay. And we burn. And, and kids, like, it's like tr- the British version of trick or treating, kids push, like, the Guy Fawkes effigy round the, round the, the like the estate and go yeah. like penny for the guy yeah, yeah. is is the traditional oh. and then it gets burnt on the bonfire yeah. 
at the end of the fireworks. So he's, he's a scapegoat in life and in death because even in the actual act, all he was was the guy who was going to light the fuse. Like yeah, he was yeah, not he at all like the... he wasn't the ringleader of the yeah. plot. And also, the plot is sort of viewed in the light of yes, he was trying to blow up Parliament, but also he was doing that because of horrendous Catholic oppression. Mm. Like okay, he, so was... he has some. Yeah, it wasn't status, just. It wasn't yeah. just like. Oh, Obamacare's not gone through, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was like they were pretty awful. Okay. But anyhow, I, I was so reading about how he a, was supposed to... So it's got to... very dubious origins, basically, okay. like a lot of things like that. Mm. But he was also, supposed I've to I've genuinely been, never uh... seen anyone... Like, with the whole effigy thing, I know that that's the thing. I've never had someone walk, come around to, with an effigy of Guy Fox and ask the penny for a guy. No, thing. I don't think that's the thing that happens really anymore. Oh, okay. But he used uh, to. But because also, like, a penny now is... Like... Like, all like it's a yeah. one and a half cents. Like, that's one of my massive pet peeves, and it's such a it's, you know you know things. That, do you ever have things that you get angry about, and then you're like, I shouldn't get angry about that. That's horrible. Whenever I drop a fucking anything under ten pence, like which anything under a quarter, I'll yeah, say yeah. under a dime, like if I drop it, that's that's where that is now. That's where yeah. that stays, and oh, yeah. fuck it, I don't care because you look yeah, it just it looks so. Yeah. Cheap to pick up a penny, but it's no, no. It's just because I don't want it. It's shrapnel. It's, yeah. it's uh, but then every constantly, like old ladies will just you dropped a penny. Oh, thanks. You uh. have no idea how much this meant to me. <laughs> this two pence is going to save my life. Just leave it, in, because in her head, she's like, "This is a nice thing to do." Yeah. No, you're weighing down my pocket. You're if I fall into a river, you're the reason I drive. Right, right, like find a penny, pick it up all day long. And you'll have good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All no. these sayings, it's it's it's. It, I think it's more just to stop you from littering than to encourage saving. You know, because <laughs> yeah. I throw pennies away. I literally throw pennies away at people. But I told somebody that and they were mad at me. I'm like, yeah. what? That couldn't have helped anybody. That's they're pennies. That's yeah. not ever going to add up. That's, maybe yeah, in the course of my whole a, life, I throw away three dollars. Maybe, maybe yeah. of pennies. So find a Doritos packet, throw it in the trash, mm. and all day, <laughs> all day long, you'll be uh, the something knee deep the, in. Uh, Eddie. Hey. <laughs> ah, excellent. Hey. Okay, the only reason I brought up Guy Fox was because he was supposed to have been drawn hang drawn and quartered and I guess I never really knew what all parts of that really entailed Oh, and that before the quartering you didn't know what they entrailed so, hey, <laughs> so the drawn it wasn't even that order you'd be drawn so you'd be dragged to the site where you're going to be executed no no they draw like you a, first just for, for before and after picture <laughs> okay they, like they like draw a, how your body is yeah, normally a caricaturist yeah, 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 yeah. puts and you then, with like a comically oversized bomb yeah. in your head like oh and then they quarter you. so what are your hobbies what do you do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they quarter you and they put you beside the picture of yourself and they're like before before treason after treason after before treason. yeah but they would yes yeah, so they would drag you to the place on like a piece of wood behind a horse um yeah. you so got a piece of wood you up like they called it a um wood it's like a, yeah <laughs> i thought like it was a, just on the ground they, i think you're on a little sled sort well, of no, thing but they couldn't do that too much because that would, would kill you like yeah. when and then they would, would kill you before you, they want to kill you but not quite to the point of death they try not to but sometimes they would accidentally kill yeah. you or sometimes if they really hated to do they just do a very like uh uh Tertiary, not that's not the word. Um, very uh, cursory, not even a hanging, like a barely. Oh, okay, then come down. Yeah, now, did, now the fun starts. Yeah, it did that hurt, and then they. And then they'll, but the the quartering is cutting you in fourths, but first like emasculating you, and then disemboweling you. Yeah, emasculating the, being castrated, cutting off yeah, everything. The disemboweling. I know this because of William Wallace, the Scottish guy, Scottish oh, right. hero, yeah. was hung, drawn, and quartered. Uh, his the quarter of his bodies were taken to different parts. In uh, in the, in, in Scotland, of the yeah, just because like the I don't know if this is true, but like the sort of belief of the witches, if they come back together, like he'll Terminator just recombine. Yes, yeah, yeah. Become like the, Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but the horrible thing was when they cut your guts. What they would do was they would put uh, 
in front of a pyre, they would tie you and they would cut your entrails. But the thing was, because it's your entrails and they're, I mean, they're vital, you'll die, but yeah. you won't die instantly. So he would have told you, smell your own guts burning. burning and the final fire. thing you ever smell is your own intestines burning. And yeah, like, it was really, like, medieval, like, the history, British history is pretty, pretty shitty. Like, well, I mean, it's not, that wasn't well, not, unique to you guys. I think there were lots of well, crazy... Yeah, but, yeah, but, I think every country had its own spin on... Yeah. yeah, even or even like tarring toys. and feathering sounds like a funny thing, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. But tarring and feathering was like you'd be covered in, you'd be scalding hot. Yeah. Often it would kill you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you were totally. And die. then when you're riding, riding out in a rail, like they're you're sitting on like a sharp edge of a piece of wood they're carrying out that's like cutting up into your crotch after you've been burned and tarred and covered in feathers. Yeah. Like you usually die. Yeah, normally, like, or, yeah, if you don't survive, you're surviving with like second and third degree burns. Over your entire yeah. life. Yeah. So it, that's, and that's, yeah. that happened in the States, didn't it? Yeah, but you guys, yeah. you guys don't really, you've got the history back to the colonies. Yeah, like you're, we've got medieval Well, there were people here the... before that. I mean, the, the Native Americans um, actually used to draw, uh, they used to draw, hang, and, and fifth people. Which was hard oh, to do. Really, they took off. Fucking do well, they one-upmanship? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the interesting thing about Guy Fox, the reason I brought it up, uh, is he avoided all this. We kind of the penis off, is the fifth. He jumped off the platform because and just broke his put- neck, so he avoided all of it. He was like, ah, fuck you guys. Did he? Yeah, he didn't get. They still did it. They still did the stuff, but he was already dead, so probably like took the fun out of it. They're like, okay, I guess no, we'll pull out his entrails we'll and we'll cut him in fourths, but he's already dead. So now yeah. they're just fucking with a corpse, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, he jumped off the hanging platform that, and broke his neck? Yeah, I guess. Or the drawing platform? The, there's no, the drawing, I think, is the dragging to the place, so I guess mm. the hanging platform. Yeah. Good on you, Guy Fox. Uh, should we do some space Pronounced news? Pronounced Guy Fox, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know how it's well, No, that would be the American pronunciation. You know how Just we in ha- case anyone's mm. thinking it's like Fox, F-O-X. Well, that was the reason Fox. I even looked it well, up. As well, you know bounce. how we have the uh, thing of, there's that often the argument of like, if you were around during slavery, would you have thought it was okay or blah, blah, blah. And, 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 you know, and everyone goes, no, fuck that. I know it was wrong. And then the argument's like, well, socially, would you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I can't. I literally can't imagine ever thinking that would be okay. Yeah, seeing like like the mm. the drawing quartering. Like I, I I know everyone's gathered on the streets and fucking into it like a NASCAR wreck. But like I can't imagine the the empathy well, that the, I already feel yeah. as someone's entrails are being drawn out. It's it like seems this like is it's not something that's trained into you. It's just an no. It's like we're your, fucking yeah. animals. Like yeah. well, this is crazy. The argument with that is that's because you uh, live in a generation with uh, instant information where you can get like you're talk- when this stuff was happening. This was like you propaganda. We don't believe propaganda as much as we used to anymore. Back in those days, it was like this guy is a like there was like this guy is evil. This guy is no. come over here and you would go oh my god he's evil and people in authority would go I don't know if we do this is how we have this is a lesson to be learned. And you're sitting there in fear as well. Like it was, it wasn't just like oh we're punishing him. It was a fear thing. It was like this is what happens when you rise up against the state. This is what happens. Right. Under- even imagine September 11th that night. That. You find out they captured Bin Laden, and you're there, and in they're front, doing and they're that. Gonna to do him. that. Still halfway through, it, you'd be like, oh, well, this no, is I'd, uh, not even this halfway. Is- I'd be like, we're the we're the same. We're fucking animals. Yeah. Like what are you doing? It's embarrassing. Like, uh, like, but uh, yeah, no, no, I totally agree that you might feel it wrong. I just think in the 
thing like you can't I, 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 when people say what well, would you do anything I go oh you know I agree that you might have felt empathy but absolute bullshit would you have said anything oh, because yeah, yeah, if yeah. you'd said anything no, no. the next day that's you well of course yeah. of course you have the level of fear I'm not yeah. saying I'm, I'm saying mentally would you be for it or against but it but you wouldn't I'm, be like down by the side cheering no like I, I don't I'm not sure it would be I, like I don't think I would have started a fucking revolution during slavery like, yeah, it would that be like too, you know? my reaction our reactions to like the Sex and the City movie like yes we don't want to go see it like we aren't happy it exists but mm. like far be it from us to, yeah yeah it's mm. like okay it's not for us yeah that's I'm yeah, I reckon it. there was that. Yeah, I think people who went such a Samantha <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> and can I also just point out the, the the sex in the city film is worse than anything that happened That's in history. True. Yeah, they have a line like Lawrence of Mylabia because she's drawing do you know a guy the, from the. Uh, do you know the storyline? Oh, nice. Do you know the storyline? Number two. I haven't. They go to the Middle East, right? They go to the Middle East, and I don't, I don't know. I've not seen the film, but from what I hear, it's that. Under all the, I don't know the full. I know it's not Barca because Barca's just a thing. With whatever the full thing is, I know people don't Hajj? like the term Barca or because no, it's, the Barca's just the. Yeah, it's one part of it. I know it's not. So I've I found it went tough fucking Barca, shit. Barca, there's the hijab, and I can never remember which. And the Hajj yeah. is the pilgrimage to the hijab. I think is the but is the full under that honor. they're all wearing designer clothes because even though men are oppressing them, bitches love Gucci. Yeah, <laughs> that's the film. That is the uh, and the thing that pains me is. First of all, it's not that just someone wrote that. That went through tears of someone wrote that, someone checked, went, yep, great. That went through commissioning people who went, yep, yep. And then every single actor went, oh, I've got no problem. (laughs) Nobody through at least 100 people ever went, guys, is this not a bit... (laughs) 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 Well, also... Uh, you know there there are of course designer burkas and designer hijab like like oh no but it was the fact that under like they were no wearing, no I know but yeah. I'm saying I'm saying it deep down we're all the same we're super shallow <laughs> underneath all this we're all just no but shallow. what I'm saying is that we should mention we we're recording in your bedroom because it's in freezing my bedroom, outside because it's freezing and we were afraid to do it in the living room because it's I thought we were going to spend part of this podcast uh, talking about our crazy things that have happened in the house oh, we can in do the last that. few weeks we can do that well, close with do, that? You have, do you have other flamings yeah what time well, yeah we live with two other people yeah it's, oh, okay. we're at an hour twenty four so we should time we should we can do it tomorrow or something sure. Okay, so tune in next or week. I didn't mean to break the fourth ah, wall. We can do it next week. If next you want to week. Hear horrible stories about what's been happening at this house in my absence. Um, they, they are always quite popular. We, we get a lot <laughs> no, of people emails love in. the roommate stories. People do um, love, um, love to hear what's been happening with if the... If you like vermin, you're going to want to hear what's been <laughs> happening. You're definitely going to want to hear it. Bluebell Ranch. Um, so I, I, guess we, I guess we should wrap it up on, yeah, the, yeah. on that note. Um, Daniel, uh, where can our listeners find out more about you? Uh, I just go on like Twitter that Daniel under dash sloss I think it is and then the YouTube and things. Uh, just, yeah, and uh, yeah. and you can look up your set on Conan, uh, which was excellent. Oh, thank you. It was yeah, it was good. Is that, that the purpose of your trip right now mainly? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I came out. I did. I did a comedy. I did comedy works in Denver uh, oh, last nice. week. Uh, it's a great room. Do, oh, that's amazing. Oh, also we've got we've got um, Indianapolis and in- Indiana judge, listeners. Yeah. Indianapolis uh, fans. Yeah, we definitely have listeners from the Indiana Indianapolis region. If you want to see Daniel live, he's going to be at uh, Crackers. Yeah, uh, in, Wednesday, in- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, whatever time those a shows. A fine are club on. as well. So. Excellent. So go along to that if you want to see him live, because uh, this show, will, this episode will come out before those shows. Um, and um, as always, thank you for your support. Um, email probablyscience at gmail.com. You can tweet us at probablyscience. Uh, there's a donate button on probablyscience.com. 
We always hugely welcome any donations. And um, yeah. if you want to support the show without giving money, write nice comments on iTunes. Give an and, iTunes review. And rate rate the episode. Rate the show in general. And you can give individual ratings to the episodes. And that really helps boost our numbers. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, have a great week. Thank you again, Daniel Sloss, for joining us. Cheers. Yeah, thanks so much, man. And we'll be back next week with uh, author Inisa Ramirez to talk about her book, Newton's Football. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be so a good one. It's going to be a good one. Actual her, science, her, no penis talk, we promise. Oh, right, yeah. really? So well, you're, that's how we're ending this with bad-mouthing me. <laughs> it was me. The, it oh, was I can't me. wait to see who our next week's guest who's going to actually do so. Fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to ask her if her fingers connect. That's the only th- Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye.